This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm going to allow you to come into my brain for a moment. Excuse me. Like I, I think, and I apologize in advance. It sounds kind of, you know, poetic. I'm, I'm feeling like I can run through a wall here. Uh, no, I would rather touch my penis in bed at six o'clock in the morning. No I would there. also rather touch his penis. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I got mean, a king size bed. Nobody around at six o'clock in the morning tomorrow. What you do? You haven't lived life till you rip the asshole out of a deer. I've never been to a uh, almost a restaurant. Food's always on my. I was gonna say oh. if you you say you never been to a restaurant, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, never been to it. Well, in fact, I've got a bag of Arby's just sitting right here. Um, he has yeah. the meats. I well, I had the meats. They're now coagulated coagulated inside of me. Uh, can you say inside of me? Um, and his car oh, smells like Peppy the Pew's been having an orgy in there. Like, it is just, it's weird. The realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been branded in beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast effects, a culinary dream. There's no giggling, there's no coughing. We just straight went through it. And that was a cool little intro, I think, anyways. But let's let's go ahead and just uh let's let's do this because I, I'm gonna humble brag a little bit because I'm truly honored. But uh Deluxe Edition Network, we're on there. Maybe I have two or three shows on there, but we have a couple of different shows. But the uh, podcast of the month, as always, we tell you is the Graveyard Club Terror Tuesday. Feeling that little spooky, you want to get in the Halloween mood, go over to deluxe edition network.com. Check them out. Shout out to the Beyond the Box podcast as well. But I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but on their Instagram, their Facebook, they're really trying to get to a thousand on, uh, on the deluxe edition and all that stuff so they can start to monetize, which I don't know. I guess that's cool, but 
the beard loss stuff. We don't monetize anything. Um, but either way, go go follow them so they can hit those goals. But they do a podcaster of the week. And somebody here was podcaster of the week. For whatever reason, they put me as podcaster of the week. So um, at the time of this recording, it's over. It was last week. It's old news. There's a new podcaster of the week. But make sure you guys go check it out and, and support the podcast of the week. Because maybe it's going to be this guy over here. Maybe it'll be that guy over there. Who knows? Hey. I'm going to allow you to come into my brain for a moment. Just Excuse me. Like I, I think, and I apologize in advance. You said beyond the box. Mm-hmm. A podcast. Is that a, what is that again? Exactly. It's a mental health podcast where it opens a dialogue for conversations and social norms. I'm sure it is wonderful. And this is not a, an indictment on them or their name or anything like that. And I please ask you for forgiveness before I say this. But when I heard it, I thought immediately to myself, a conversation between a man and a wife, and uh, she's had a little visit from a certain family member, an aunt, we'll say, <laughs> who's flown in, if you get my drift. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's just pleading with her, his wife, honey, we, got to, we just have to think beyond the box. Thank yes. You. And I apologize. No, it's, I, if you're thinking that, 90% of, of men, I mean, let's be honest, when you hear the word box, you think you think female parts, at least most guys, I would have to imagine, as the three of us are shaking our heads. That, that said, all the respect to uh, folks who start a podcast that is that is about mental health. That is stuff that's serious and people need. So yep. congratulations. Yep. And it's it's, it's interesting. Or, uh, it's a pretty good thing to hear because where where I live and I know you're in a small town, you've lived in small towns. There's not a lot of podcasts and there's not a lot of you know advocates for mental health. And it's still that whole like tough guy uh you know don't be a pussy you don't need that just have a beer and a smoke and just figure it out you know it is what it is or whatever the hell people say but uh yeah so it's a it's it's a good thing you know what i mean and um speak and speaking of small towns i don't know it's hunting season just kind of ramping up here and it's like a whole bunch of my buddies i won't see for a while and like we were talking before we press record how you know football and you know our families are kind of like do you have to watch all the football but up here it's like all of these guys are hunting and that's what they do hunting season at camp and this and that. And I'm not a hunter. All right. And I'm sitting here before there, before the show we're press recording. I mean, there's just gunshots everywhere and I'm not making any jokes about where there's lots of gunshots. There's a lot of shitty things going on in the world. Don't want that to get taken the wrong way, but it's like, fuck, you know what I mean? I watch football for a couple hours in a studio, have a couple beers. These guys, I have to imagine are using this whole like hunting thing to get away from life, to get away maybe for their mental health, get away from the families when they're going to camp. They're just getting fucking hammered. Sometimes they don't even go out and shoot some shit. I mean, right. I, I mean, you guys, you guys don't hunt, do you? No, I don't have anything thing. against hunting. Um, I just never. Here's my thing. Uh, I don't like waking up very early and going out into this is fishing too, and going out into wilderness and waiting. Yeah, yeah. They say waiting's the hardest part. I mean, I, I let's go out and have a cigar. Maybe drink a little bit. And I know drinking happens, but you can't smoke a cigar when you're hunting. When you're hunting, you know, right? Or other things, you know, right? Even exactly. And that's usually whenever I'm out uh, immediately. They're like, "Hey, you can't smoke that," and I'm like, "Then you can't enjoy my presence." Uh, and <laughs> not that you know, they're like, "Hey, do you want to get up super early and cover yourself in the piss of the animal we're getting ready to destroy?" And I'm like. It sounds kind of, you know, poetic. I'm, I'm feeling like I could run through a wall here. Uh, no, I would rather touch my penis in bed at 
six o'clock in the morning. No I would there. also rather touch his penis. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I got mean, a king could... size bed. Nobody around at six o'clock in the morning tomorrow. What you do? <laughs> Weren't wasn't expecting you to say bed after you said king size. <laughs> well, I got a king <laughs> oh, size. Yeah. What? No, the other <laughs> thing's a fun <laughs> size. Uh, well, that and like one of the things that these guys they kid about, and I think they really like is when you shoot a deer. At some point, you, they make tools, and you have to rip the asshole out. And like they're just like, you, oh, you haven't lived life till you rip the asshole out of a deer. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm living an okay life if I've never ripped the asshole out of a deer. I mean, yeah. And honestly, that could be taken many different ways. It could also be lonely. Oh, I went home last night and I ripped the asshole out of a deer. Yeah. I mean, you know, Good shout deal. out to the people that make a whole living just working hunting season, skinning deer and cutting deer up and fucking yeah the fly did you see that that was a kamikaze that was direct that was personal yeah man but uh yeah i don't know so it's it's hunting season and like i said at the, at the time of this is released a couple of days from on the 21st i'm having like a halloween party slash birthday parties for a whole bunch of people and people are like oh i can't believe you're having a fucking opening day of rifle or something i was like oh sorry uh but there is four different grocery stores. Like, if you don't make it out, you could go buy some some food. They're like, what do you mean, man? You know how cheap it is? We can feed our family. I was like, yeah, but you had to spend how much in hunting gear and and, and, and guns and, and ammo and this and that? Like, like I said, I'm all about it. Go for it. But uh, I'm just, I think the big thing is I'm kind of bitter because I love venison. Nobody's hooked me up with some fucking venison. And, and maybe I'm saying it wrong, you know, on the East Coast to the West Coast. But I love deer meat. Holy shit, do I love it. So, some of the best summer sausage I have ever had in my life was was deer sausage. Moist yep. and delicious and just, oh, man. To die for the it. jerky. Oh, baby. Oh, I love me some jerky, too. Summer sausage yep. or jerky, any of that kind of stuff is just mm, right up my alley. Have you guys ever had buffalo jerky? I haven't. I've had buffalo, but I haven't had it in jerky. Now that is some good stuff. It's it's yeah, very good. Mm, damn. You've had buffalo burgers? I don't I think I've had one buffalo burger before. A little more lean good. than beef, mm-hmm. but still flavor-wise. Whoo, it's good. Had a ton of buffalo wings. <laughs> I've had uh, some buffalo babes in my day. <laughs> oh yeah. To keep you warm so, in the winter. That's right. Eat one or two. Um, so I, w- I was scrolling through the internet the other day, and there was a um, there was a kid, fifteen year old, goes to the same school that um, the oldest kid goes to, and, and the wife and stuff teaches at. Kid shot a bear, like in his area. Guess how much this fucking bear weighed? I'm so bad at this stuff. I'm gonna say a number, and I know it's gonna be like a third of probably what it actually is. I'm gonna say 1,100 pounds. I was gonna say 1,200. Okay. That would be really big. Uh, this was huge. It was 485 see, pounds. Yep. See, see. So maybe I let I built it up a little bit, but this thing <laughs> is a monster. Could you imagine? And this is again three dudes that don't hunt. Uh, so if you're if you're listening to this because you want this to be a super manly podcast, uh, we'll make up for it in a conversation a little bit later of us being manly or something. But uh, uh, 15 years old shot a fucking 500 pound animal and this is the type and, and i i saw the picture recognized the kid because um just watching sports and stuff at the school recognized him a little bit and uh this is the type of family that will use every piece of that bear and like eat it you know what i mean like they're small they will you know if somebody's gonna do it but the whole i went there for the comments and i wish i had enough give a fuck to go into these comments and it's just like poor bear can't believe they killed the bear and then you have the other people overpopulation haven't you heard of that and then it's like well people are overpopulated and then it just started like the iq in this chat of hundreds and hundreds of comments was probably 12 
total. I, I mean, <laughs> I, had a, I had a conversation with a guy this week and I can't remember what it's called, but there's an internet phenomenon and it's in every internet chat, uh, live posts, comment section, doesn't matter. People want two things, one of two things. They want an apology or they want to fight. They yeah. want one of two things. They want they want to fight and an apology. Yep. And so that's why I, I know I know we don't like getting into this, and so I want to steer clear of it a little bit. But as a creator, um, part of what we try to do is not necessarily be somebody who's farming for engagement, but to be somebody who wants to create a natural engagement. Hey, I'm going to post this photo of this food, and I hope people like it. And what makes me laugh the most is when it's a post that I'm not even trying to be, uh, you know, um, controversial on. And then they jump in and they're like, hey, idiot. Those make me laugh the most. Anyway, sorry. No, and I had a um, I've been using AI, obviously, for a lot of the clips and stuff like that. And one of the ones that we did at some point that we were talking about, like stalking or, or whatever, and it came over stocking or stock instead of stock. And there was all these comments of just like stock this guy can't spell and it was just a, like you said this unnatural natural engagement of people that just feel like they have to shit on somebody because yep. they spelled it wrong used the wrong word or something and i just wanted to be like it's ai motherfucker but thank you for commenting yeah. just <laughs> you should have apologized man you should apologize and grovel yes that's what you should have and it's always like on espn too if i'm just trying to check like the score of a game then everyone's like hey here's my religious belief my political belief here's all this stuff and i'm like what the fuck was the score of the game? I don't give a shit. I just yeah. want to see that. And it's every time. And then half the time, like you said, you know, you go into a video just trying to check the comments to see if there's funny comments in there. And it's completely off topic. And you're like, where the fuck did this even come from? Yeah. yeah. And when you're watching streams on there and they have the chats on the streams, it is some of the scary. Because you have to imagine most of them are like the youth of America and how dumb these people are or bots or something it is a scary fucking place yeah scary place yeah but uh, speaking of bears too real quick uh i just want to uh, in the thing i want to apologize and feel super sincere for alaska because apparently their popular fat bear week could be postponed if the government shuts down so um i know, I know there's gonna be a lot of people that are there and that's just a headline that i was scrolling right now and it caught my eyes i have no idea do you guys even know what a fat bear week is no um, so it's apparently a crowd-pleasing Alaska tradition, Fat Bear Week. So it's the most watched popularity contest. Fat Bear Week involves residents picking their favorite fat brown bear who's been stocking up for winter by um, getting salmon in a national park. Uh, I'm not going to try to say that. That's a tough one. But apparently they view it online. Okay. And then they vote in a tournament-style bracket for those that they want to advance to the next round until there's a champion. They had over a million votes last year. That's actually pretty cool. It is. It brings up two two things, one to tie into it and one to transition from that story. Um, have you ever seen like during this time of year, of course, it's getting colder, animals that do don't that don't fly away or or, or uh, migrate to another place during the winter time have to fatten up because they hibernate. Uh, have you ever seen a fat squirrel? Oh fuck yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, they're like just so chonky. It's like holy shit, what you got oh man, I feel like I'm at home because I too am a fat boy. But Jesus. also yesterday saw a, a hawk flying, big fucking hawk. And I was like, oh my God, is that, does that bird have a tail? It's crazy. It had picked up a fucking squirrel. <laughs> it was oh, flying. 
in my town, dude. Not out in the middle of nowhere. In my town, just for not that you know, you can't have nature happening inside of a town. But still, I was like, wow, that's some pretty metal shit. I thought <laughs> you were gonna say it was his penis, and I was like, wow, that's oh, a big no, optic. So I just randomly clicked on the link for the live streams to the bear shit. 351 people are currently watching a live stream of this bear. Brooks Falls in the National Park in Alaska. And they have all these highlights. I mean, they're showing big ass bears swimming, catching fish. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a thing. But uh, if you guys want to go to explore.org live cams, brown bears, brown bear, salmon, cam, Brook Falls. That's mm-hmm. That's what it is. And uh, I know we have your excitement now that we said something about live cams, but it's about bears. If you're just skip through for a little bit, it's bears. And I highly recommend that you do not go into the wild and try to get some footage because I've seen some shit when bears attack. I think that's a show, but uh, either way. Um, Yeah, so you you had a cool experience, Brandon, this weekend. Uh, You were able to MC and introduce a couple of bands and some stuff. If it's something you want to talk about, cool. If it's not. I just yeah, thought it was we, something uh, something cool that I've never been able to do, and I'm pretty sure 98% of whoever's listening to this has never had a, had a chance to do And the beard looks good. It looks like you got it trimmed up, so I wanted to compliment I that. I, I did. I, I went to a place here in town. I'm going to give a shout-out to it. Ooh, shout-out. Named Comb Over. And I told that somebody, and they're like, that's a really generic name. No, it's actually a really cool place. Uh, here in Hastings, a company called, a company, a uh, small business called Comb Over, run by a guy named Scott, does a fantastic job. Um, I've never been to a, uh, almost said restaurant foods always. On my I was going to say, if you you say you've never been to a restaurant, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. Never been to it. Well, in fact, I've got a bag of Arby's just sitting right here. Um, he has yeah. the meats. I know well, I had the meats. They're now coagulated, coagulated inside of me. Uh, he's saying sodomy. Um, so <laughs> I went to comb over and they do a great job, but I've never been to a barber where they, he does the straight razor shave here. Yeah. And then the straight razor shave under here, and mm-hmm. he, he he did a great job because he missed my mole because I was worried about that. Anyway, and then does the straight razor shave on the neck, and like I got the full like hot towel treatment. I felt like I was in a spa. Dude, I'm I always... had the hot towel last time, and it was so fucking hot. Like I didn't want to be a bitch. Like it was, and I don't know how hot there. It was the first time I've really had the hot towel treatment, and they fucking and it's my buddy Oren. He slapped that on there, and I was just like play it cool play it cool don't cry don't be a bitch don't be a bitch and then finally like it absorbed in i was like take that off it's like and we were recording it because i told him i was like hey i'm gonna throw this on the internet if you want uh you know he he runs his business it's 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 not like open to the public he kind of runs it it's a club you know he's just kind of doing this it's his passion and stuff like that so he runs it as a club so only certain people can get in or whatever so i'm like i'm gonna put this out there whatever isn't that the one video that gets like half a million views and i'm like you're fucking famous now bud everybody's gonna be knocking on your door but uh uh yeah the hot towel was in the in the straight red so shout out scott scott if you ever want some copper john's product i'll send you a sample but uh. yeah you know he, he does a great job and i i always go back to him um and yes this weekend uh, uh we had a uh concert series in carney which is about 50 minutes away from me mm-hmm. and got to announce for a couple bands uh, one of them was um um hallie kearns which is an up-and-coming star um from Missouri, lives in Nashville. And then another one is somebody who's a lot more famous, has been around for a while, uh, Jared Neiman, both country stars, and they do a a very good job. Um, Got to go on the tour bus and meet with Jared and just a down-home everyman, just a real real cool dude. It's awesome. 
yeah, it was a lot of fun. What a cool experience. Yeah. And it was, it was, was it hosted or sponsored by your place of employment or? Yeah, they, uh, they were the presenting sponsor. So, you know, there's a bunch of smaller sponsorships. They're not as cool as us. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, it was a real that's cool awesome. event. And, uh, glad to be a part of it. That's awesome. No, that's cool, man. And, uh, and we, we, you, we are looking and listening to a dart tournament champion. You've been whacking off was like, Hey, I got a dart tournament. I think I got a chance to win this shit. And then I got that message. Yeah, I won that shit. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little odd. It was in a uh, a very small town, and uh, it's where my father in law usually hangs out. So he was apparently uh, speaking very highly of me and my my brother in law about how good we were. And uh, oh. they uh, it's very much like a movie. We walked in, and we almost felt like we weren't welcome. Like the music practically stopped, and we're like, "Hi, everybody, how you doing?" And they're like, "What the you mean? Was it raw?" No, no, no. This was. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Skidmore. It's it's pretty pretty close to that. It's actually yeah. So I was pretty close to Fuck. Skidmore. Um, Skidmore. So we, shout out to the Yorktown podcast. We just did a whole episode. Um, you should listen to it. But to recap it, uh, why don't you give them the three? There was a town bully, fucked up story. There was an abduction, and then there was actually a woman that pretended to be somebody else to buy a dog, killed a soon to be mom, cut out the baby of her stomach. Uh, this cut the baby out of the stomach. And actually was going to try to raise the baby as her own. All three of those happened in Skidmore, Missouri. So great, crazy place to be around. And so we're, I mean, we're within like 10 minutes away from this town now, just hanging out. And we start off with a warm-up game and this guy throws a hat trick, which if you're unfamiliar with darts, is three bullseyes. So usually pretty impressive. Uh, to where they looked right at us, they're like, yeah. Looking at me, I'm like, damn, stare down. Okay, good shot. Fuck you. So I go over there and I hit a bull, bull, and then a triple 20, which is essentially 10 more points than what he just did and is a little bit harder to do. And then the board makes a big display and like little fireworks go off on it and everything. Yeah. And to where I look back at him, I go, I just didn't say anything. I just nodded and was like, hey, man, you know, good darts. And he's just like, you just you just hit that. You didn't even say a fucking thing. God damn it. <laughs> so they started like getting pissed off, realizing that we, we do this shit a lot, you know, but um, what do you play for a game? Is it three like three hundred one, five hundred one? Is so it different games? Cricket. This one was a little different. So they uh, they started off with three hundred one, and then if you moved into the winners bracket, it went to five hundred one, uh, and then the championship, uh, whenever it reached that point, was eleven hundred one. Ooh, shit! Yeah, long, long fucking games. Um, but yeah, you got a strategy was... when you're going like three hundred one, five hundred one. Do you try to knock out a bull or two in twenties? Because for for me, I, I'm not a great dart player, but I always go for that like. 17 19 because i feel like sometimes if i miss a 17 i can trickle into the 19 or or vice versa you know so when 301 the goal is uh, in, in a perfect world is to be able to do it in six darts so you start off with a hat trick with hitting three bullseyes and then you go bull bull triple 17 which is that 51 spot uh that's the that's the perfect game if you if you can do that very hard to do that um but yeah no i'm just i'm my goal is uh starting off bullseyes trying to get it lower uh, if it's an odd number, I'm hitting the 19s or 17s just to try to break it up to where I can double out or whatever. But um, these people were weird. It was like Hills Have Eyes type of shit. Uh, they were against us. I had one lady literally screaming at me as I'm throwing. She's like screaming my name. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? Who does? I mean, literally right on the dart line. I'm just sitting there looking at the board. And she's like, you're not going to do shit. You're I mean, right here. I'm just like, oh, my God. Finally, one of the guys over there was like, hey don't do that shit like he wouldn't do that for anybody else like don't do that to them what, what are you doing uh eventually won over the entire crowd i ended up beating Judge my brother-in-law uh didn't even show my i was sober and so this bar which i guess i don't know if it's common with you guys but 
Uh, they give the DD free sodas for the entire evening, um, which I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Usually I have to pay a dollar for my drinks or whatever, but I didn't have to pay anything. I have to um, admit, and, I've, I haven't been to a bar around here where I've seen a DD, so. <laughs> well, that that too. So, um, but I, I was the DD, so I got free sprites all night. So I was like, hell yeah, there we go. Um, if you do hit a hat trick, you get a uh, a coin for a free beer. So I had six wow. free. I just saw that dust thing go across my screen again. But Oh, uh, dust. Yeah, dust. It's got it. It's well, this one, it was just a flake. So either that or it's dandruff coming off from my hat or something. I don't know what it is, but um, they'll give you like a little wooden nickel for a free drink. And I'm like, hell yeah. Okay. So I had six of those. So my father, I drank for free the entire night, pretty much too. So he's like, go up there and do that shit again. And I'm like, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, but there was a weird guy there that eventually he was like, hey, you know, he was talking about mushrooms. So I'm like, ooh, I like mushrooms too. And he goes, I doubt we're talking about the same mushroom. And I was like, Oh, yeah, we're, we're probably not. He goes, I'm talking about psychedelics. I'm like, oh, shit, we are talking about the same mushroom. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, do you want to step in my truck? I got some shit. And I'm like, this is how people usually get abducted. Mm -hmm. I'm in. Let's go. But, so, but you're probably too old to be abducted and, and not, not rich enough. Yeah, you know, not as easy to grab. I'm not as maneuverable, you know. Mm -hmm. you know granted, I won't put much of a fight. It's, I'm too lazy. I'm just like, whatever. Where we got to go back here? Okay, can I wear my seatbelt? Thanks, you know. Um, but he goes over and he's like, Hey, do you want to you smoke a J? And I'm like, Okay, usually the girth of this is about the equivalent of a cigarette, maybe a little bit larger. Okay, this motherfucker came back to twice the size of a fucking cigar. Okay, and I go. God damn. He's like, I got moon rocks in this thing wrapped in some resin and with this, this, and this, and this. pretty much everything combined to one was in this thing. And I'm like, oh dear God, I'm over my head. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, a lot of people usually can't keep up with me. And I'm like, and he has six roaches in his ashtray that are the size of these fucking cigar things. And I'm like, and his car oh, smells like Peppy the Pew's been having an orgy in there. Like it is just, it's what rough. A weird flex. Yeah. I'm just sitting there going like, okay, okay. And he's sitting there smoking this thing and he hands it to me and I'm like, I keep doing it. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm done. You're, you're certainly feeling it now too. So I take six more puffs while I look into this guy's fucking soul to kind of just be like, Hey, not only do I throw some damn good darts, I can smoke as well. You know, let's, let's do this. I catch up with this guy 30 minutes later. He's outside on a parking bench with his hands in his face. <laughs> and then they, he, he, Oh, he did tell me too. He goes, I, I took a handful of shrooms before I got here. And I go, that's what's up. Oh. You know, he's like, sweet. So he's sitting there just doing this. And I'm like, hey, man, are you are you good? I was like, are you are you having a bad trip? And he just goes. Mm -hmm. oh. And just is rocking back and forth outside. And I'm like, oh, dude. So he was out there a good 20, 25 minutes just having the worst trip of his life. <laughs> God damn. That's so what he it, gets for, hum for bragging. You know, most people can't keep up with me. I immediately didn't like the guy after he said that. I'm just kind of like, dude, whatever. You know, if you smoke, you smoke. You don't have to brag about how much you smoke or anything. I was just kind of like, hey, just, just, you know, oh, you smoke? That's cool. Let's go do that. And I offered him my pen, too. And he started coughing really heavily with my pen. And I'm like, you smoke a lot, do you? And I was like, okay, all right, whatever. But uh, kudos for him for sharing. I do appreciate that. What a great guy. It, it helped me uh, help me get first place. I, you know, I owe a little bit to him. I was going to say, that's pretty impressive to um, be consuming that much and still focus in on the darts. Like, I, I I feel it's kind of cliche to say because I think almost every single dart player says this, and you've probably heard it. I'm better when I'm buzzed. And, and, yeah. and, and I'm the same way. Like, I'm okay, completely sober, 
once I hit that happy threshold, I throw fairly up to mediocre for my, for my standards, not like, you know, your right. and then right. when that, then I fucking am terrible. There's a, uh, a certain sweet spot, which used to be for me was about two or three Jaeger bombs and the equivalent of my, my other stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, because I, it's all a mental thing as well. Cause I, I know what I can throw at home and I'm, I'm like, Oh, you know, I can, I can have a pretty good round. And then I go to the bar and these tournaments or whatever. And sometimes I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I'm just in my head. So I will either, you know, sometimes take a shot or if I'm DD just hit my pen real quick, much of a DD, you know, out there just hitting up a guy with shrooms in his car and stuff like that. <laughs> but, well, Cause how much, how much of it is really just like you said, mental, how much of it is allow me to let my inhibitions away and allow me not to be thinking too much and just be feeling and relying on muscle memory and relying on, what i know and that's just fucking throw and that's what it is because a lot of these guys too like um i hate to get the topic on dart so much sorry it's um the uh whenever they throw so a lot of the guys whenever they throw they look at the edge of their thumb or the back of the flight to kind of like aim where they're going i don't do that i literally just get up to the line and i look i'm like okay i need to hit a 17 and i'm just looking at that 17 and then i'll have the dart to my side and i just put it up and throw it these guys are sitting there just for a minute aiming every single i don't do that so i don't know if it's like you said it's like a muscle memory thing i throw really fast so i'm like one two three because i'm like in the same spot in a groove um those guys don't i'm like throw your fucking dart jesus christ I'm like, we're gonna be here all goddamn day they're just and they still miss by like three numbers i'm like i'm so glad that we waited for that aim thank you so much but mm -hmm. uh, it's like in golf yeah. where the guy takes four thousand practice swings and then fucking hits it 20 feet in front of you yeah. yes yes i probably on the entire course will maybe take one or two swings just because i'm like I, I don't give a fuck uh now do i joke every time like all right this one's going out in the trees because it sets that expectation and if you hit a good one everyone's like look at you you knew what you were doing the entire time i'm like i know yeah. i know but if it goes in the tree they're like damn you called it i'm like i'm a piece of shit just <laughs> just move on see i told you we were going to get into a manlier show you know none of us hunt but Fuck, we can talk about Arby's. We can talk about darts. We can talk about, um, you know, all that manly stuff. So, but um, you had an interesting conversation, and I don't know if you were buzzed up yes. and wanted to talk about it then and still want to. And I feel like this is a conversation that could maybe save the whole manliness thing or could really gross out some viewers. I'm cool with either. So, uh, yeah, so there was a conversation and, uh, I apologize for this in the, in, in advance, but this kind of struck me off guard as well. Um, we came over into this room to practice before we left for the bar and it's me, my brother-in-law and a, uh, a friend. And, uh, he also throws darts with us every once in a while, but he, uh, he's in there talking. He's like, Oh, I got some, I, I met a girl at one of these bars and I'm like, Ooh, I think I know who you're talking about. There's usually only one girl that throws from that bar. Was it this person? And he goes, yeah yeah it was i'm like oh shit how was the evening and he goes oh dude it was pretty good you know she ended up you know going down on me and then uh, I, I saw it again too yeah do you see the ghost uh, brandon do you see that it's like these little fucking it's like a dust bunny or something i don't know what it is but um so anyways he's saying that hey she's given the old beecher and she moves down uh south and proceeds to eat his butthole and he didn't act like he was upset that that happened or anything. So we're just kind of like, and my brother-in-law was getting ready to throw his like second dart. And he goes, hold up. What? <laughs> and so he goes, yeah, man. She was, she was down there and just went, just went for, straight for it. And we're like, is there like 
a sentence that you say to work somebody up to that? Like, how, how do you migrate from there to there? I feel like there's, there's a part of the story that we're skipping. And he goes, well, no, he's like, she just kind of just went, hmm. And he's like, yeah, did it kind of like the Tom Segura thing. He goes, I just kind of gave her the nod and she did it. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I, I haven't texted her since. I'm like, well, when the fuck was this? He goes, it was about a week ago. I was like, you little poor woman eat your butthole. And you didn't even give her the grace to give her a fucking text the next day. And he's just like, yeah, well, she kept the lights on when she did it. And I was like, she, she threw my legs back. (laughs) He's, he's not a small boy either, you know? So he's, He's sitting there with legs up, I guess, trying to do his thing while she's down there. And he's like, the lights run. He's like, I couldn't finish. It was weird. And I was like, so is that? And so he mentions two or three other people who have also had a similar meal with him. And I'm just like, damn, okay, what the fuck? Now I know all these people. A lot of them are, they have kids in my kids' classes. I'm never going to look at them the same anymore. But, so these he has more people that were eating his ass or yes. more people that she ate their ass or a combination of both probably. He never mentioned eating that meal. Uh only them eating, you know, his his box. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the um so yeah, so he's talking about all these different people who have done it to him and then he mentioned a couple other people who have done it with their spouses and I'm just sitting there going again, not a single drink had been had. I'm like where the fuck is this even coming from? What? And he's so the entire this is like a mental health clinic for him, I feel. Yeah. And so, like, we don't know if he was just trying to flex at first. He's like, yeah, you know, she ate my ass. We're just like, okay. Huh. I don't know where these things are coming from. You saw the little speck again. It's just, I don't know what the fuck it is. But, um, yeah, so he was mentioning that, and we progressed throughout the night. We're like, hey, you know, we kept asking more questions. We're like, so do you can do you have, like, a radar for this? Can you judge in this room right now of these other people, all these different women, who eats ass and who doesn't? And he's like, oh, yeah, you can tell. And I'm like, how the can you tell i don't know because really? you kind of have like a like a spidey sense for it and i was like what are some of the questions he's like it's it's different for each people and he goes you just kind of have to feel it out and he goes it's just there's a specific set of steps and he goes usually if they don't make it past three you automatically know and you, you disengage and i'm like so is that hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Do, do you just stop engaging with that woman entirely? Or do you just be like, okay, this woman doesn't need to ask. I'll just settle. He goes, yeah, you just settle. And I'm like, okay. And then he ended the night with saying, he goes, you know what? If I could be gay, I would. And I was like, some of the stuff I mean, starting to add could. up a little bit. So I, I mean, was like, could, right? well, I was like, well, I was like, what, what, what do you mean? He goes, well, when you go golfing, do you like to go golfing with the missus or do you like going golfing with the boys? And I'm like, 
with the boys usually. Yeah. But I was like, I, I feel like you do different things with your friends than you do with your spouse. Like you don't, you're not out there fucking your friends, you know? So, and he's just like, no, no, no. He's like, just think about it. Come home. You can wear like the same shirts and shit. Just, I'm just he's sitting there naming off all this. And I'm just sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so I feel like that was his top feeler out there to say, Hey, any interest in eating my ass? Like, so, I mean, you know me, I mentioned it several times and I even made the, I usually say that's usually my joke too, is either like, fuck off. I go eat my ass, you know? And so I mentioned that. And my brother on Tyson was like, uh, uh, this. and Blair's like nah nah I'm not he's like I'm I'm more of a recipient I'm not interested and I was like that's <laughs> like interesting but yeah hmm. so um I figured out that that is a widely more open thing in my small town and practically about 40 percent of the community uh has had their ass eaten by at least one female in this area too which again uh the Halloween party that her and I are chaperoning for the uh, third grade class is going to be fucking weird <laughs> You know, there's not many women in Tarkio, Missouri, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially ones that play darts. <laughs> I know. So that when and this girl is just poor girl. She has like kind of like a bunched up nose and everything. Mm-hmm. And so there and he mentioned he goes, and she has a perfect nose for eating ass. <laughs> perfect nose for eating ass. Oh huh. shit. But yeah. Interesting. So I mean I feel like eventually we gotta we gotta get him buzzed up or get him on the show so we can ask some questions. Just like the foot fetish, you know, we we started on Tuesday. What a weird week, I guess, for us. Uh, Tuesday we really got into uh, talking about on the Triple T the foot stuff and how none of us are a big fan of the foot stuff, but there's certain people. And and Yubin, I think, made the suggestion that the foot people should be on some kind of registry to help out other foot people. And that way, you know, if you're seeing this person that's on the registry and you're trying on some flip flops and stuff in a store and they're getting a little weird and excited about it. You know, but I didn't. I didn't realize. I guess there was a radar for the ass eaters, and that's a that's an aggressive move, is it not? For a first like date or first encounter or first hookup, like I feel like that's pretty extreme. I mean, granted, it's been a long time since I've you know been in the single game, but uh, it seems like a pretty aggressive first first date first move, right? Well, apparently she tried kissing him afterwards, and that's that's kind of where he drew the line too. So I mean, I, I did forget about that, but yeah, just. So wouldn't ass eaters have, and this is this is my take on it. I mean, wouldn't ass eaters want to keep like a bottle of mouthwash or some shit by the bed? You know what I mean? Like they just eat your ass. She wants to kiss. Like, hey, just you know. And they say spitters are quitters, but you don't want to chug some scope. His his diet is not the best. I drive him home from darts a lot, and I mean, he's he's doing the whole forty nugget deal, and like on the Wendy's, you know, the four for four thing that they got going on. He gets three of those. So, so does he go into the night? prepared to have his ass eaten or does he just ride out the all night like i feel like at this point he's a veteran and getting his ass eaten i bet you he does like you didn't ask if he preps it all no like, i guess I before sh- shaves it at all bleaches it uh waxes it on youtube i guess it's okay to show educational stuff about buttholes being waxed and seeing male member parts and stuff but heaven forbid that you put content that you create on other social medias on your youtube so if you guys are doing that stuff you might want to watch out YouTube doesn't like that, <laughs> but it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, like he, we didn't ask, you know, how he you know, prepares it for, for her or anything like that. But, um, this was a right after the bar. And I, again, I know how he eats. I know how he drinks. So that was not, unless maybe he has you an emergency eats, thing huh? of baby wipes, mm-hmm. you know, he might, but it's still then I, it's, I don't feel like that's going to do enough justice for 
I, I don't know. And just the lights being on too. I'm already self-conscious enough. I'm not going to have my knees touching my ears and having some poor girl's eyes just staring into my soul. Nope. <laughs> I, I feel think. like that's a very unnatural pose for men like women you know when they go to appointments and stuff i mean you know we've had kids we've you know we're, we're all adults here you know they do some stuff to these these women at their exams i've had my prostate checked before and it was not lay down feet up it's hey gonna need you to turn around and uh you know Hunch breathe <laughs> breathe for a minute bud i mean and then it's just weird and what's the old joke when all of a sudden you feel the pressure and he uh he claps or something like that, or you know, he shows right. it's not, it's not <laughs> right. something there, but uh, <laughs> huh. and so apparently, not only is our buttholes getting eaten, but I got to learn a lot of, a lot of people who enjoy getting uh pegged. And I'm not, I'm not kink shaming anybody, but no, nope. there's just a lot of certain individuals that live on the same gravel road as me. And I was kind of like, damn, you learned something. And they were at the birthday party yesterday, or at least the, the, the lady was. And so my wife came up to me and she's like, all I can think about is her just swinging around and having an eleven-inch hammer on her now. And I'm like, <laughs> and some of the things that she says now, you're kind of like, okay, how you are? Yeah, I, I can see this now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's no different than the Missouri teacher, apparently, that was um, somewhat near. No, no, this person was south, right? Yeah, they were near. They were you more, were more north, more towards Did the Rolla area. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Brandon. Brandon looks like he really has some stuff in there. And then I, I heard the updates on this Missouri teacher, some stuff that yeah. um, she was interviewed by Josh Terry. I had a friend. Uh, is all I'll say. I had a friend who, who had a girl friend who was, she was fucking nuts. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, she, she pointed to and said in, 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 a, in a conversation, flat out said, "Can I pay you?" And he said, "No." No, because when we leave, ain't no fucking way that you're telling everybody that you pegged me, um, which I think is the right answer. He he he's the kind of guy that uh, uh, listen again, no king sham. You, you whatever makes you happy, be happy. Uh, but he's the kind of guy that doesn't like to settle down, so he kind of jumps around from. Th- so it was mm-hmm. not going to last a long time anyway. So he played it right. <laughs> And I feel that it would could potentially be dangerous if you aren't into pegging and then you have somebody super into pegging or eating it. And you know what I mean? They just go for it. I mean, you just can't go for it. I would well, imagine. I mean, if, you, if, if I'm playing guitar and I plug my amp in, I'm not turning it up to 11 as you did say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right away. You know, you gotta, you, know, you gotta, you gotta start with one before you go like this. You know what I mean? Mm. that's the thing is i'm i'm just afraid you know if i were to be like you know what let's try this they're like hey so one time uh pegged you been and he shit all over the bed <laughs> that's what i'm afraid of i have a terrible gut i i don't think i can handle it that's what you're afraid of is accidentally shitting of all of the things that could happen i mean mixed in with the blood probably that's going to be in there and everything else too yeah yeah the the pain, you know gonna, this the is shit. this is how it's going to work for you they're going to be like all right we're going to try putting this object in there i don't know i was, I was thinking fruit or something where it's gonna something's gonna break off in your asshole that's gonna be your luck there's not gonna be shit there's not gonna be blood there's gonna be an er trip and there's oh. gonna be a surgery of said object i was gonna say candle but i didn't want to i didn't want to <laughs> have any bad vibes going Try. towards the candle business right it. no uh it's that's i mean i'm gonna make sure it's a flared base i'm gonna make sure that there's no and that's a lot, a lot of people are like oh we got these toys that are glass and i'm like get the 
fuck out of here. There's never a shot in hell when I put anything in me that's glass. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I did see um, our, our boy, Content Candy, um, that uh, there was a Snapchat story. And if you guys follow him on Snapchat or whatever, there was a glass object that had a basketball hoop on the end of it for um for bucks oh, i love him it looked it him. looked like a pretty uh, fun thing but um yeah that's uh like i said no 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 judgment there whatever but it, it's just kind of funny too because i was listening to an episode of what was it oh uh burt kreischer has uh, something that he did and he had jason ellis on and i don't know if you've uh, know jason ellis he's an australian dude tons of tattoos um he had the jason ellis show on sirius xm bunch of stuff he was a professional skateboarder all that good stuff um race cars saying pretty much has done everything and again not that i care anything but i didn't realize too that he um had recently either gone gay or i think he's bisexual now so they were kind of talking about some stuff like that uh the kind of the at first they you know they're kind of asking like was it that awkward transition you know what i mean you've been married you you know with the kids and you know the environment like you kind of have this vibe to you and then being you know a skater fighter all this stuff that you know is with guys and girls like was there that awkward transition and kind of he was just kind of like i don't give a fuck like i've never gave a fuck what they what, what they thought or anybody else thought and to be honest i've been into the fighting world so maybe they got a problem let's, let's fucking figure it out you know kind of thing like but it, it was just kind of brought up because and maybe it's because we're a little bit older, you know, it wasn't, you know, what it is today. Not that we have any, you know, we don't care if you are, but when we were younger, like there wasn't a lot of people that would openly come out and say, you know, whether they were adults, you know, kids in the schools and stuff like that, where now it's thankfully for everybody, it's more socially acceptable. And to have a guy that is in the limelight and has been a bunch of stuff, whether it's Hollywood or Australian and stuff like that, you know, 50 years old saying, I don't give a fuck what you think. And I feel like people shouldn't give a fuck exactly no it's uh i do find it it's amazing how accepting it is even in the smaller communities where i live you know you you would think it wouldn't be uh as accepting and it's it's awesome i'm I'm really you know impressed with the community that i have that uh with students who have you know come out because again you know you didn't see a lot of that back in the day to where uh they didn't feel comfortable enough you know coming out yeah. especially that early or whatever but uh no i'm just really really happy even with my uh my small town of like 200 people so they're good people yeah. Holy i shit. mean a mad Two hundred people. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, the majority of the towns are usually less than two hundred. I think we have um, seven technically towns that go into this one K through twelve school, um, just to oh, be able. To, wow. So like the bus routes are massive. <laughs> it's that's um, it's a long time on a bus for a kid. So I know whenever I used to get on the bus, it was uh, school started at eight, and I think I got on the bus at like six forty-five. Whenever I would get there, and we were we lived five miles from the school. One time I missed the bus and it was something that I would never, ever do again. Yeah. No, right. Crisscross. Oh, I didn't hear it. Honestly, it lagged a little bit. You said you missed (laughs) the bus. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I missed the bus. It was something that I would never, ever do again. No, I got it. Yeah. I was a huge fan of those guys back in the day. It was the first concert I ever went to was Crisscross. What year was that? Uh, probably fuck i don't know i'm I'm really bad at math i was in like fourth or fifth grade so whenever like i said i can't do math at this point i've been out of school 20 years and what's that another so so 20 let's say 30 years ago okay okay 28 30 years ago something like i said it was the first one and we went to the syracuse state fairground that's where the state fair is, is in syracuse new york and a lot of people there and we were primarily the only Caucasian people at this. 
my mom was fucking terrified to be there. We would like, do you know what I mean? Just my mom and yep. the kid and Syracuse, some parts of it. And of course it doesn't matter what, but this part of Syracuse where the state fairgrounds is and then leaving into the parking lots and stuff is pretty rough. And I was just, oof. I, I went to a school that was, um, uh, had less than one, 1% Caucasian kids in middle school. Um, and they had a, um, a rapper i think it was genuine it was back this was like probably 99 2000 was the year um but he was somewhat popular and he was doing some school uh concerts and stuff and they were throwing one and so they had like a raffle i won to be able to go to the concert they pulled oh, me shit. into the office and they go hey this probably isn't the best for you to to attend and i'm like the fuck you know, i'm so I'm like young i'm like a young kid i'm like i'm gonna go to this concert and they're like no do you even know who genuine is i was like i think so and they're like you don't you don't. You're not going to go. And I'm like, oh, okay. And for the longest time, I was like, man, fuck that school. They robbed me of going to this concert and stuff like that. And then I saw some of the videos of like these concerts. I'm like, oh, yeah. Probably wasn't for me. <laughs> he was a like, dude. He did, he did Pony, right? I think that was so. a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, I don't, I don't know if this is before that. If so, it was either Genuine or somebody else that started with the G. I can't remember. But it was um, the, uh, yeah, I, I still to this day it was sixth through or sixth through eighth grade, and I'm sitting there going, "Why the fuck was this person at a concert for sixth to eighth graders?" I'm still confused, but yeah, didn't get to go. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Brass took that opportunity away from me. Bitch. Genuine's parents. Do you know what his real last name is? He said genuine. It's genuine, sir. Genuine. Yeah, yeah. genuine. I'm, I'm not one that was going to correct him because obviously I can't say it words in English. But his last name is Lumpkin. Just a boy. Lumpkin from Sandra and James Lumpkin. But uh, yeah, he was part of Swing Mob. You remember Swing Mob, the group at all? Was it Juvenile or Genuine? I can't remember. I mean, those one. are two much different rappers. Genuine was, was, was more R and B, where Juvenile was like he went hard in the. It was definitely game. Genuine then. Was, yeah, he genuine. did the R and B. Pony was his his big one. I, I do remember that. Uh, yep, I'm pretty sure that's that's who let's it go was. With it. Let's go with that one. Yep. Elgin B. Lumpkin. Middle initial B. Which sounds a lot like, like Blumpkin. Yes. Baylor L- Elgin Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. B. Lumpkin. I hope that was on hey. a t-shirt somewhere. If not, it's about to be. Either way, shout out to that awesome rapper. I, I, I should have looked up where he was from, but either way, he didn't. But... We're kind of we're kind of in this this weird zone of um, butt stuff and this and that. So there was a, there was a big question that came up uh, on a couple of podcasts, and then I threw it out to some random people just because it's it, it's an interesting thing. Thruples. Have you heard about this new thruple thing? It's I I mean like I said again we're not judging if you are in a thruple relationship, but uh, for anybody that doesn't know, it's uh, three people in a relationship could be you know two dudes. With one wife, could be one dude, two wives. You know, it's just this whole thing. And, and, and oh, it was the the middle of somewhere podcast with a couple of comedians, Cy and Chad Daniels, and they always kid around about their thruple and and how it would work or wouldn't work because you know they would obviously be sharing a partner. Now that Chad finally has a serious relationship, it was always Cy and Chad with Cy's wife, and they they just randomly bring it up. They'd be like, see, this is why the thruple would never work. Because you would expect this, and I would expect this, and it's just this whole thing. And uh, I, I just, 
I, me, per- I could never, I could never be in a throuple, whether it was, you know, me and, you know, a best friend, you know, in, in this, I mean, cause I'd have to imagine you got, you'd be lit, you'd all be living together. Like, would it be cool to be living with your best friend? Yeah. But it'd be super cool to be sharing one partner with you and your best friend. Fuck no. Like, do they all sleep in the same bed? So if there's any thruples out there and ass eaters and feet people, we have questions. We want to bring you on for a little bit of our next show. I, uh, there are exceptions. There are exceptions to the rule. There probably is an example out there and we're probably wrong, but um, we have hard enough time keeping couples together. The divorce rate is through the roof and not even just the divorce rate, just being with the same person for a long time is fucking tough. Mm-hmm. Now you're adding, you're not just adding in the chemistry between the two people, the attraction between the two people. You're adding in the evolution of you as a person is different than, I mean, my wife and I met each other 15 years ago. I'm not the same person and neither is she, both figuratively and literally. Uh, I have problems sharing my pizza with my daughter, much less. <laughs> you know, can I buy you your slice of pizza, Dad? No, get your own fucking slice of pizza. This is my can pizza. I have the last little Debbie snack? Fuck no. Oh. It's mine. Um, I, I, my, my point with all that is just to say, I bet you there are not many, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but there are not many examples of thruples lasting for more than five years. It is just does not. Have they tried it? Yes. Does it work? No. Have they tried it and does it work for a year? Maybe. But it doesn't last for a long time. Do people have a want to be in a thruple? It would be nice to. It would be kind of cool. We could split the bills and do this and that. Yeah, I bet. But it just it's it's one of those things that probably works better in practice. Than it does, you know, like the three four defense. I'm kidding. Googled real quick. Ninety two percent failure rate, according to the first thing that yeah. Google popped up. And weird shocker. But the divorce rates, shit. The divorce rates in the U.S. forty to fifty percent of first marriages in the U.S. end in divorce. Sixty to sixty seven percent of second marriages end in divorce. And that's not me saying couples are better than throuples. It's saying couples have enough fucking problems as it is. You want to try to add another third variable to that fucking equation? It ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Well, they always call that what the uh, the because originally it's a couple and, a, and another one gets introduced, right? So they call that one the unicorn. That's the uh, what is it? The uh, oh god damn it! We call Polyamory. that uh, yeah, poly, it, but we call that one uh, the guy that is starting out a part of the couple gets left out for the guy that jumped in at the end. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's either usually the guy will end up leaving with the new girl, or the two girls say adios, don't need this penis. I don't have the stamina enough to even please one woman, let alone two. So I think I, I'm going to be like Shark Tank. I'm I'm out. <laughs> Plus, like I said, you know, I mean, could you imagine that that has to be an easy way to not only kill a relationship, but to kill a friendship. If people really think that me and my buddy, you know what I mean, who have been just boys forever, could be in a relationship with one girl. I mean, no way. No fucking way. I have a uh, person in my life that, uh, fuck it, that uh, <laughs> I love it. I saw do that it. stall. That do I want that? Uh, that's that's Brandon's um, big brain just going. Should I? Should I? Should I? Should there was like an angel and a demon. Do it. Do it. <laughs> that is both never blood hear brothers. This, this person is both blood brothers and Eskimo brothers. Oh, the same brother. And no, 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 wait, wait, step further. Not only blood brothers and Eskimo brothers at the same time in a threesome with the brother and another person that was a girl. Wow. It's not me. I I don't, 
no, I no, have no, a no. blood brother. I have a half blood brother, but we're not full blood. Ooh, the half blood prince. Um, oh, hey. <laughs> interesting. So, so uh, there was clearly a female that had some kind of goal or fetish in life to hook up with brothers. I've also got additional. Sorry, go ahead, Yubin. Oh no, I was just say the Roll Tide Eiffel Tower, but go ahead. <laughs> Roll Tide. There you go. I've also got a cousin who um, got two sisters pregnant. Oh. Not his sisters, two girls pregnant that were sisters. Okay. And so, oh, it sounds fun. It's great. Yeah, until the babies are born and they're brother, sister, cousins. Yeah. So they're half brother and sister cousins. Imagine how pissed off that dad had to be or has to be. That grandpa, sure. the, the grandma. I mean, like, I'm a, how fucked up the family is now. I mean, those kids can't go to the same school. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, my brunkle. There is. Just, it, you, in the you, smaller you, the town, the bigger the confusion is with some of these you know brother sister you know these relationships because you see this shit all the time like where my wife's from some of the stories like she tries to explain this stuff like it's normal she's like well this person this 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 and i'm like what no seriously so it's just this 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 and i'm like i just look at her and i'm just like small town shit i mean you know you're small we've all lived oh, in yeah. small towns and in you there's only so many options and I, I feel like that potentially could be why divorce rates are a little bit higher as well because you have some of these people that are in this town they're born in this town raised in this town and they get married to people in this town like there's a lot of fucking people in this world to think that the one is in the same area that you live and grew up in and been in your whole life like that's 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 some weird math and some shit that uh, i didn't think about till right now what about the math of uh, did the divorce rate in the southern states go up after the 23andMe or whatever the DNA test was? <laughs> did that? Is there a correlation to see when the rates go they go up? Did the, the rates go rate? up or did they the rates or did it save the relationship knowing that they're related? I mean, oh. How I mean, many families go. realize, oh, grandpa was hopping fences? Grandpa was grandpa had two families. Grandpa didn't, you know. We I were, personally we were know, we weren't even the main family. We were the we were the second side. I personally know of at least three people that have found that they have had another brother, sister, you know, I mean somebody that close because of this like 23 and me or whatever it is when they when they find out this stuff that and, and I mean it is it is almost game changing for some of these families to be like like you said, grandpa had some shit going on. That's when you know grandpa had the hammer. You know what I mean? Just spreading that dick around like a wildfire. Just and they weren't gonna get caught back. Like he's probably like, I have seven kids. They only know about six of them. You know, we well, this one, you know, we don't know about, but it's like I'm never getting caught. You know, this shit's going down in the twenties, thirties, and then all of yeah. a sudden a hundred years later, they're probably like, You motherfuckers. And that's why ghost hauntings are are higher than they've ever been. 23 and me is causing all of these ghost problems because grams and grams and they're like now they're fighting you know in the afterlife you son of a bitch you can't kill me uh, ethel i'm already fucking dead you know so that's that is crazy to think about is just you know I, if i could go back in time before somebody can know my address like what's your address can't figure that shit out good luck mailing me a letter margaret will never know that you just got dicked down by the dick down bandit see you later <laughs> That's what you're going to go with. You're going to go through the Great Depression and just create so many kids with all of. But back then, you got to think of this point, too. They're going to just fucking shoot you and bury you or feed you to the pigs. I mean, you fuck, you're fucking with my family. You're fucking with my cattle. 
You're fucking perfect dead. job. Perfect job back then. Traveling salesman. Mm-hmm. So you, could just, you could literally just tell your wife, look, I am on a long three week trip and you go stay with your other family. I feel like, a I feel like people still do that today. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> people do still do that. I was thinking like you could just be like a Kirby vacuum salesman of the day. Just or a Hoover, you know, they can just give you the uh the old mm-hmm. the who. <laughs> my wife but, has my wife has uh me on uh Life 360. She knows where I'm at at all times. Oh, you went to McDonald's today for lunch, huh? What? Life 360? What is that? I'm not I'm Ooh. I really don't know. This is not a promotion of the app, but it's a decent No, app. I mean, yeah, Basically, like I said, I mean, if it, if it was a promotion for the app, we would have done it in the first five minutes, let's be it, honest. It started as a, it started as a, uh, you're a parent, you want to know where your teens are at all times, so you can kind of point out where where they are. Like, okay. I can zoom in and I can see on my street where my wife is right now. I can go to another another one. I've got a whole bunch of friends all over the United States. And I can so it's kind of like a Snapchat map, but yep. you... But you pay. And you can for see it. them moving and how fast they're going and everything else. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I don't care. I don't. I'm not hiding anything from my wife. I don't give a shit. But yeah. it's nice to know when I'm like, hey, I'm with my first daughter, who's like, where's mommy? She's never coming back. And I'm like, she's just at the store. It's gonna be okay. Oh, she jumped in her car. It shows the car is moving. She's gonna be home in five minutes. Calm down, honey. You know, yeah. it's it's good for that kind of stuff. And you know, if the wife does want to know, hey, did you go to Arby's today? Did you go to McDonald's? I noticed that you're down there at the bar, Brandon. You're at the cigar bar. Right. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a fucking day. But there ain't yeah. none of that for me. So I can't. There ain't no. I'm a car. You know, I'm a traveling salesman story. Right. The milkman. That there has to be. You know, if that's still a thing, like you guys must hear it still. I don't know. Like, uh, hey, my kid, it's the milkman, and I just look at him. I'm like, when the fuck is the last time have there been milkmen? You know what I mean? Like. Is that and the the other thing that always drives me nuts is people are still like, oh, did you did you videotape that? No, I recorded it from my fucking phone. I don't have a tape anymore. Oh, I, I don't know that. why that triggers me. You, you videotape that? I, I I say that a lot. I say videotape. That is that is. I will say that is one of my uh, one of my things for sure. Now I'm gonna purposely say it even more. Fair enough. It's not like I, I've been working on it. I go to therapy now, and so we're, we're we're getting those out of there. Um, but yeah, it's just it, I don't know the milkman thing. I mean, like I said, when's the last time there's been a fucking milkman? But hey, I bet you the milkman they were laying some, uh, they were delivering more than the milk. You know what I'm saying? Right. No. And have you boys? Uh, have you guys invested into the 151 Pokemon yet? Is your no? I don't know. God. God. It, so. It, um, I think I mentioned last, it's like the 25th anniversary of the original Pokemon, so I don't know any of the other new ones that came out. I only know the ones from whenever I was a kid, so um, it's the 25th anniversary of when they released the, the original 151, so uh, my kids have gotten me into it even more, to where they've been pulling some good card shit, so uh, I know. that's um, you guys probably don't know them now, since you guys don't know if I'm going to show them to you. You guys don't even know them, so I'm not even going to show them to you, but hold some two. But- Two really, really good ones. And Ooh, one of we'll them. tell the viewer, don't leave the, the I tell you I what, this is what we'll do. If anybody's listening, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash beardlaws, and we'll take a picture of these Pokemons. And while we're sitting there, it's been scrolling the whole time, forgot to change it. But shout out to our four Patreon members. We got we got Jim, we got Kush Kelly, we got Logan and Tatum Productions over there. But what I did too on the Patreon is, is people, I I don't need or necessarily want you to go spend all of your hard-earned money so now patreon made it easier you can be a patreon subscriber see some of the content for free 
So we have a free level as well. You're not going to see all of the stuff because there's certain tiers. You can see a lot of the stuff and we'll, we'll post the Pokemon one for free. So if you want, just come on over and hang out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't yeah. have to pay. You don't have to pay to play here. Uh, just to circle back, sorry about the Pokemon, but uh, I just Googled something about Milkman. And I just want to uh, give a shout out to Marty the Milkman. Okay. He, he did his last delivery. 2022. There was still a fucking Milkman delivery. And this was from Syracuse.com. Four decades, Marty the Milkman was delivering um, quarts of milk, cartons of eggs, sticks of butter to his customers. Holy shit. So more or less, he was still doing this, but it was uh, through Wegmans, which is a store down that way, um, apparently. But uh, he wasn't going to try to cry over his last delivery of milk was their thing. So well played because there's no no need to cry over spilled milk. But uh, yeah, fucking 40 years. Marty, the milkman, was uh, doing deliveries. So that's what's crazy to think about, even is the fact that he started in the 80s. You know, you think of the milkman, you think of like 50s, 60s type of shit. You know what I mean? So to think that he even started it in the 80s is uh, that's what's apparently. Wild. Yeah, apparently home milk deliveries died out in the 90s. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's, so it's yeah. kind of crazy. He started whenever it wasn't like started in Blockbuster in 2000. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was the deregulation of the milk industry, which I didn't there. Now supermarkets and other stores were permitted to sell milk. Um, which started really with the decline of it. What a fucking educational show we are. But well, those got milk ads, bro. Saved save the milk industry or whatever, right? Isn't that what it is? Everywhere, <clears throat> every time I was in school, I saw every celebrity with a milk mustache. Yep. And now every time I even stare at a glass of milk, I shit myself. What of a turn. And now you that? go to now you go to the bar and uh said people have chocolate milk mustaches. Mm. Sometimes they're nutty. Uh on that note. I just looked at the clock and we've done over an hour. So we'll go ahead and say goodbye. Make sure you guys check him out on all the social medias. Brandon J. McDermott. He's everywhere. Go check it out. And you've been whacking off, still whacking off. And they got a candle business, W and K Candle Creations. Did I say it right? WK Candles and Gifts. Close. I was way off. But we did find a website uh, that potentially we could start to work in there that's available. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Either way, check him out on uh, obviously brandonjmcdermott.com. Go buy his book, Abandoned Brandon. You've been whacking off.com. We got some stuff happening very soon. By we, I mean him. I'm just yes. going to assist. Uh, he's he's going to do all the hard work once I turn it over there. So hopefully some samples next week. Woo-hoo-hoo. Wait, we're going to we're going to talk offline real quick, Brandon, of these samples. If you haven't heard yet, I'm, I think you'll be excited about them. Absolutely. But either way, can't thank you guys enough. Obviously, you too. And if anybody's still listening for whatever reason, appreciate it uh, as well. Check out the Patreon if you want. Check out these guys, though. That's that's the main focus. And shout out to, um, I don't know if I should say his name, but my phone's been going fucking nuts real quick. And this, this person, I, I'm assuming it's spam. I have 27 notifications of an order that has failed. So um, somebody is trying to buy a two-by-two. Beard Law 155 sticker, apparently, for $1.72. Tried 27 times. It's failed. Uh, if, you, if you're listening to this, uh, your first name is Gary. Shoot me an email. I will send you. Please stop trying to buy. I don't know what's going on on your end. I don't think it's the website, but I will send you a two-by-two sticker uh, of Beard Law 155. Uh, please, please stop trying to. Um, or, or, or use PayPal or something, because you're trying to use a credit card that's clearly not working. 27 notification so thank you gary it's appreciated but i'm gonna send you a goddamn sticker so uh all right that's all i got we'll see you guys next week check out triple t Eubin will not be there but we'll uh maybe try to work in a guest and um yeah that's all we got you guys got anything else
No, I don't believe so. All right. Shout out Marty the Milkman. We appreciate you. So, uh, all right. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know.